Hi, I am going to start. Thank you so much, Chris and Wen. I am, um, I am welcoming you both, Chris and Wen, to my podcast and live stream Facebook. Um, Chris and Wen, I'm so honored to have you today. Um, you guys successfully converted your old, uh, was it 64 home? 63. Super yeah. efficient uh, green home. And with DIY, that's the most exciting part. So I just want to, first of all, ask you um, a little bit about yourself. Uh, if you can each tell me briefly about who you are, what's your background? I, I know that you had to have some kind of a background in doing the, you know, DIY. So go ahead. I'll let Wendy first. Oh, okay. Um, so my name is Wen Lee, and I grew up in Southern California, actually in the house that we're in right now. And my background is in uh, environmental studies and education. That's uh, so why I work with environmental nonprofits. I see. Uh, thanks again for having us, Azumi. Uh, my name is Chris Stratton, and my most recent background was in uh, building science research, um, but I have an educational background in architecture, and well, I've been sort of uh, hands-on construction curious for a long time. Well, I guess you did that, right? Yeah, I definitely scratched that itch. Yeah. So, and then tell me a little bit about the house. And um, without giving out too much, tell me what you accomplished or um, what, how, how, what prompted you to take on this project and what, you, what were your goals? Well, uh, our main goal, my main goal was to, to learn a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, that was definitely accomplished. Um, another one is to have a really pleasant, comfortable, resilient, um, low-cost house to live in. And then the third was financial viability. Something's going to pay for itself over time, um, both in terms of value and also reduced living costs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, projects can't happen if they're not financially viable. So those are three overarching goals. Right. And um, I'll talk a little bit about the house. Um, so uh, this is a, a house in the suburb of Pasadena. Um, mm -hmm. And it's a three bedroom, two bathroom house. Looks pretty like typical suburban house from the outside. It's a ranch style. Um, and I grew up here, like we mentioned before. And it was, it was a pretty like standard house for this era. Mm -hmm. um, and it was like in fine condition, but it, it wasn't very energy efficient. Um, there was very little insulation um, and the like air conditioner was really big and the furnace was really big. And so um, it was, it's, I guess you could say it was like an average, mm -hmm. average suburban house in America. Right, right. And um, so you grew up in the house, but you actually had moved out as you, when you grew up, right? And you came back, correct? Right, yeah. So I, I lived here for most of my childhood. And then after um, I graduated from college, I moved out. Um, but, uh, you know, my mother kept living here. Mm -hmm. And um, so I was gone for about 10 years. Oh. Um, and um, in 2015, my, my mother sadly passed away and mm -hmm. left the house to me. And um, so we decided to move back in and um, use this as an opportunity to, um, for not only for Chris to learn, as he mentioned, but also to uh, just transform this house that I love into 
um, an example of a sustainable house with net zero and all electric. Um, and so that's sort of like the main motivation for doing it. That's, that's really exciting to hear for me, <laughs> as I am actually in the middle of making my house that I live in, you know, more efficient. We just got the insulation then last week. It got, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I already feel a huge difference. So in time for the cold weather too. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I'm sure you can talk all about all that stuff. So tell me some of the categories the major categories of the project. And by the way, how long did the whole process uh, take? I mean, when did you start? Hmm. Well, we have to talk about that, huh? Uh, well, <laughs> let's see. We started in, um, design started in um, spring of 2016. Oh, wow. Uh, construction started in September of 2016 and we finished, or October of 2016 and we finished the house in October of 2019. Wow. So th three years of construction and then add on another few months for design. Mm -hmm. Right. So one of, that's one of the trade-offs of doing it yourself is that right. it's slower. Yeah. Also, we were living in the house during the entire process. So that also slows things down. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. So tell me about some of the big, bigger categories of the work. Sure. Yeah, I guess, I guess, at the outset, I'd like to say that thinking about it as the as a system, everything is interconnected and, and a change in one category affects everything else. We try to think of it as, as one big project, but some of the individual components, um, the building envelope, the, the boundary that separates the inside from the outside, that's super important. Mm -hmm. um, so that that's compo comprised of, uh, let's see, air sealing, which is like this is, so there's two components, air sealing and insulation. If right. you're, think of like if you're going skiing or something. So right. the, the insulation would be the, the, the wool sweater, but if the air is still going through it, it's not gonna help. So you need that, that air sealing. The and windbreaker. That, the windbreaker. So that's yes. the windbreaker that keeps mm -hmm. the air from coming through. Yeah. Um, so building envelope, then there's the electrification part. So we want to turn all the um, fossil fuel appliances into electric so that we could change where the energy was coming from and, and reduce our carbon footprint. Yeah, with solar panels. Uh, and then also has lots of indoor air quality implications. Right. Uh, and so part of that air sealing means that we're not getting as much fresh air coming in. So we have a dedicated ventilation system. Right. Which provides fresh indoor air in an efficient way and, and keeps the, the indoor air uh, comfortable mm -hmm. and it's filtered. Mm -hmm. um, another part is the, the appliances. So the, the water heater, we converted to a heat pump water heater, electric heat pump, mm -hmm. and then um, space conditioning. So instead of having the, the, the ducted central furnace and air conditioner, we had a two zone mini split heat pump system mm -hmm. where we separated the house into two zones and have the same system that heats and cools the space mm -hmm. year round. And then finally, um, we're changing where all that power comes from. So we have photovoltaic solar panels on the roof, mm -hmm. and we also have a battery so that in the event of a power outage, um, we can still run our house, operate our house and stay comfortable. Mm -hmm. So you you uh, got rid of the gas completely, right? You uh, Yeah, we had, we had a sort of mini ceremony when we mm -hmm. shut the valve off to the gas line. Yeah. The, uh, the, uh... Uh, original um, uses of gas were the um, the furnace, the heating, right. 
um, the water, hot water, hot water, the, the cooking, cooking range. Mm -hmm. And we had a fireplace that had a gas connection. Oh, yeah, that's right. We didn't use, but that's, is yeah. that it? I guess. I think that's it. About the dryer. The dryer, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Right. Yes. Yeah. So those things all had to be um, replaced and or removed. Right. Mm -hmm. right. And so, so going back to the envelope, envelope, so um, I think for some people who, who may not know, it's the roof and the walls and the floors, right? That, that, that's what encloses the entire house. And sure. so, so I know that I've seen some pictures. I'm going to show some pictures in a little bit, but um, tell me about the insulation that's, that you've done. Like I've seen some uh, pictures that you've done um, you you took the walls out, right? And then put it down to the studs and you added some layers. Can you can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. Um, so part of doing this ourselves is that we wanted to do it from the inside. Mm -hmm. And the more efficient way would be to take a stucco off the exterior and put continuous right. insulation across mm -hmm. the studs. But that was too easy. So we did it our way, which was to... Um, or more like he didn't, he didn't want to um, disturb the outside of the right, house. Right, right. <laughs> then you have to, yeah, right. we wanted the outside to stay the same. So right. we opened, like you said, we took off the all the drywall and plaster the exterior in the interior and um, opened up the walls and put um, rigid foam insulation in all the stud bays in between the studs and the rafters and the ceiling. Mm -hmm. And then we put... Um, Part of the house we put uh, sheathing um, for for seismic reasons to upgrade right. the seismic, right. and then we put more continuous foam insulation, and then we put um, a service cavity so we could run all our electrical and some plumbing without uh, having to interrupt that thermal boundary between inside and outside to make sure the wall performs as uh, efficiently as it can. Yeah, it's like a if you if you cut. A cross section of our walls and like turn it and look there's like several layers it's like a insulation cake yeah delicious so it, <laughs> it went from it went from about five inches thick or five or six inches thick to a little over eight eight and a half so it, it got a little thicker yeah mm -hmm. thicker walls um and it's uh, i like to joke that we turned our house into a giant styrofoam box that's right i think a lot of people can understand that concept like okay if you have a box of styrofoam you put food in it, if it's cold, it stays cold. If it's hot, it stays hot. So it's the same concept with the house. Mm -hmm. So in the summertime, it stays cool inside the house and in the right. wintertime, it stays warm in the house because right. of all the insulation. Right, right, right. That's really amazing. I, I think I'm gonna pull up some pictures. Um, yeah. But how about, how about you talked about the indoor air quality. So now that your house is really airtight, and how do you keep your air, indoor air fresh and clean? And, and so you said you have a filtration system or a ventilation system. Can you talk a little bit about that? Can we do it? Sure, yeah, go for it. Okay, so <laughs> we have, sorry, I'm talking a lot. We have a, a, a dedicated continuous uh, ventilation system. It's called an energy recovery ventilator or an ERV. Mm -hmm. And so um, it brings in fresh air, which is great, but it also um, exhausts the stale indoor air. Mm -hmm. And while it's doing that, it exchanges the, the heat from the outgoing air into the incoming air. So you're not 
cooling really hot air in the summer or heating really cold air in the winter it, mm -hmm. it's tempered on its way in so you don't not paying that energy penalty for that fresh air right. in addition to that um, continuous ventilation system we also have high filtration called MERV is a rating system for filters we have a MERV 13 mm -hmm. filters in our um, HVAC system our, our space conditioning system so that we're when we're running that we're we're getting whatever uh, whatever does get in the air out. Mm -hmm. right. Yeah, it's um it's pretty important to have some kind of ventilation system if you have a really airtight house because right. otherwise there's a lot of pollutants inside the house that get trapped yeah. inside. Like when you're cooking, there's a lot of pollutants that come out. Also, just like breathing, right? right. Like CO two, you don't want that to yeah. build up. Um, and so um, at first it was weird to me to have this ventilation system running like all the time, mm -hmm. but it's really important because it's always constantly bringing air in from outside and yeah. spitting out bad air out. And it, like Chris was saying, there's a heat exchanger. So it's, um, it's, it, it saves energy in that way because the, the cold air that comes in um, mm -hmm. in the wintertime is not as cold as it would be. I mean, it's especially important now, you know, today has a whole new meeting, you know, with the COVID with indoor air quality we have to really keep it fresh and clean and is that part of the hvac system how how is that run is it is it in the attic the whole system is is it uh combined with your hvac or is it a separate system running separately uh it they're two separate systems they're they're ducted separately sometimes you can combine them sometimes they're um separate in our case they're 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 separate yeah so it is in the attic though they're so, both they're both in the attic the attic if you go in the attic there's mm -hmm. lots of um ducting right but then right. you can't see it because it's covered in insulation so right right <laughs> if you go in the attic it looks like snow but yeah. under the snow there's a bunch of ducts yeah and the, 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 the supply for the ventilation system is right there oh yeah he's okay. pointing to it yeah so it's for the <laughs> And then, and then the return is in the, the bathroom. So right. instead of in lieu of exhaust fans in your bathroom, you just have continuous right. um, sucking. And, and one other component of the um, indoor air quality system is we have an in air quality monitor. Mm -hmm. so we know the humidity and the um, particle concentration. Mm -hmm. So we get, we're getting feedback on our system so we can tweak things as we go. I we see. also have a, um, a, a purifier, an air purifier. Right. And that was both of those were really crucial during the, the wildfires a little while back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, there were these really, um, there were a lot of intense wildfires this year, as yeah. most people mm -hmm. know. And during that time, a lot of people had to live with the smoky smell in their homes because yeah. their houses were so leaky. Um, and we were very grateful that we lived in a house where we could have fresh air inside. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, you were pretty close to that. Um, was it Bobcat or one of those? Yeah, the yeah, Bobcat yeah, vibe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we also have a um, we have a, a baby daughter, and so right. that was it's also really important to us to have good indoor air quality when you have a baby in the house and some uh, you know a house that's very comfortable as well. And um, one of the um, main benefits of going electric, um, yeah. you no longer have flames in the house you're not burning stuff and so that also makes the air quality better especially yeah. with the high envelope yeah yeah absolutely so um tell me some of the 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 things that you've done other than just the efficiency uh element the skylight and i love what you did with the ceiling can you discuss that sure we we 
we vaulted the ceiling in this common area that we're in right now. Yeah, the ceiling used to be like, you see this loft area. This used to be the ceiling all the way across uh, this room. It was a, a like a flat popcorn ceiling and it was really dark in this room. Um, and so mm -hmm. Chris is completely transparent. Yeah. And, So, and yeah. I love the story yeah. about the healing material. Can you <laughs> hear that? Sure. So um, we were just debating on what to finish the material, uh, the ceiling with. We wanted to make it um, interesting to look at since it would be such a prominent um, aspect of the room. And so um, we got the idea from a friend of ours to, to reuse um, wood flooring. And we found a source for wood flooring from another house that was being um redone and, and we salvaged it and um put it up on the, the ceiling and it's not not perfect like you wouldn't want this on your floor because there's imperfections in it but it's on the ceiling so it's okay and it looks nice yeah we we like to joke that there's a floor on our ceiling yeah so we have a we have an oak floor and an oak ceiling yeah and so i'll, I'll and, uh, uh, around a little bit so yeah the the room like i said what had a flat ceiling and now it's it's all open um um, we did that. We did the kitchen um, to be right. everything is brand new, basically with the um, electric appliances, but also the cabinets are new. The sink is new. Um, the lighting is new, yeah. and um, it's just a really beautiful room right now. When you walk in, um, you're hit with a lot of light and a lot of openness, and yeah, we just love this room. Oh, there's a, there's a loft right here. <laughs> that, that used to be part of the attic, and so Chris and um, I love this some part of the attic to make a loft. Yeah. There's yeah. stairs. You can go up the stairs. And I love the story about how. You, <laughs> yeah, and I love the story about how you had to to go through each plank, those little planks to. to oh yeah, so you want to talk about that? Yeah. Um. So the the house that was demolished had cats. And so yeah. we had to be very- It smelled like cat pee. Some of the wood smelled like cat pee. Had to be very judicious about which ones we took. And I <laughs> personally sniffed every single one. Yeah. Um, I as a picture of Chris sniffing wood. Like, yeah. this is good. This is bad. And we were worried about residual smell, but there's nothing. There's- Yeah. 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 Having had a cat that used to pee on the floor, I get yeah. really appreciate what you had to go through. <laughs> <laughs> So having gone through this three years, almost, I mean, you know, you recently got your power wall. So considering that it's basically for almost four years of going through this, right? So how do you feel about your outcome? How um, do you feel like you were able to accomplish your goals? Yes. Uh, <laughs> sorry, you might hear our, our, our daughter in the background. Um, oh, I I feel I feel good about the outcome. I mean, it, it took a long time. It took longer than we anticipated, and it cost more than we anticipated. Mm -hmm. um, that's not terribly unusual mm -hmm. for construction projects. But um, in the end, the house is is great. Um, it's comfortable year round. The energy bills are are basically zero. Um, mm -hmm. it has great indoor air quality. If there's a power outage, we can still live in it, operate. We don't even really notice. Right. Um, and it's just such a pleasant place to, to be, um, yeah. it's comfortable, it's, it's nice to, to look at, there's good lighting, and, and that's been all the more valuable recently, because we've mm -hmm. been spending so much time at home. Yeah, yeah. 
And in the um, in the photo that you showed briefly there, you saw the front yard, which we used to be lawn, and we removed all the lawn and, and replaced it with some planter beds to grow food. So that's another sustainable sustainability aspect of our house is that we, we grow a lot of food in on site and um, and it's fun and it's uh, and it's also delicious. Yeah, and you were sharing with your neighbors. It's been a big community builder. Everyone yeah. can relate to food. Yeah, it used to be that the um, that the neighbors didn't really talk to each other very much. And when I was a kid, I remember not really knowing the neighbors here because everyone's pretty shy and private. Yeah. Once we started the garden in the front, it started a lot of conversations and we yeah. got to meet a lot of neighbors. Yeah. And so what was the most difficult task that you had to do, Chris? Uh, the most difficult. I feel like there's a lot of competition for this distinction. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there was like the design and permitting process was really hard. We had to find materials and equipment that was kind of uncommon. I mean, some places, some things you can find, but some things are more difficult and people haven't heard of. Um, and then I had to try to learn all these trades, construction yeah. trades, which in retrospect was a crazy and sort of arrogant thing to undertake, but um, it kind of worked. Uh, yeah, I, I learned a lot and, and I'm proficient. Um, and then the, 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 just the toll of the physical labor day after day, month after month. Um, but I, I guess if I had to pick one thing, I would say that it's probably the, I don't know if you could call it a task, but it was, it was learning when to delegate and when to outsource and when to ask for help. I was a little too stubborn, I think. <laughs> yeah. A little too ambitious sometimes. Okay. So yeah. then what was the most valuable lesson? I think, yeah, I think that was the most valuable lesson is, is, okay. is learning um, when to insource. Uh, yeah. So I'd say that the lesson is that you can insource everything, but that doesn't yeah. mean you should. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I, I think a really important skill with construction is is knowing what you know and what you don't know and, and being able to delegate tasks uh, and managing the process and, and people. And I think that's probably the biggest lesson. For me, I would say that I... I used to not be very no I used to not be very knowledgeable about buildings. I didn't really think about what the homes that I lived in. And now mm -hmm. that I am living in a um, net zero house with full insulation, I can really tell the difference. And it really makes a difference if your house is comfortable. Yeah. It's, it's not just like saving energy and being good to the environment. It's also just a, it's right. a much more pleasant living experience where it's always mm -hmm. 70 degrees in the house, no matter what it is outside, whether it's 40 degrees or 120, it's 70 yeah. inside. It's just, yeah. it's, it makes a huge difference. Yeah, yeah, I would imagine. So I think you already answered my question. So what would you do differently if you were to do this again? Well, would you do it again? <laughs> <laughs> um. I guess I guess my answer would be similar to the the last one or, or build yeah. off of that. If I were, I think if I were doing it again, um, I try to take a, a more sober, grounded look. Like at the beginning, what I wanted to accomplish with the project, um, mm -hmm. try to be a little more clear-eyed about how much it would cost and how long it would take, and more judicious about uh, the aspects of the project I would take on myself versus those I would delegate to other people. Although, because you, did it, because you did everything yourself, 
you now have experience right. in every aspect, so it's still right. it was worth it. I can I can be a better manager and delegator now that I've done it myself. Yeah, yeah, but I would think I would think that this was absolutely worth your effort. Would you Would you say that? I think so. I think so. <laughs> it was it was a lot of work. I learned a lot. Absolutely. <laughs> I feel like this is like something that we can be proud of for the rest of our lives. It's right. a big accomplishment, big personal accomplishment. And also, I mean, it's just great to be able to show that it can be done. Like this house looks about the same from the outside. Like you wouldn't really know by looking at this house, like, oh, this is like some fancy net zero house. It just looks like a normal house. But you yeah. go inside, it feels totally different inside. And um, yeah. I think that it's it's good for people to know that you don't have to have a fancy modern mansion like whatever to have like a fully yeah. green house it could just be like a normal house it's kind of like exactly. a geode That's it's like a what like a geode it's like rough on the outside and you crack it open and it's full of crystals <laughs> yes that's right we're like a geode. geode and and i just love the fact that you you kind of uh record I mean, kept the, you know, the journal, you know, and so That's... everybody who's watching, you can go to frugalhappy.org and see all the glorious detail of this project. And, and I'm so grateful that you guys did that because, you know, like I, like I said, we just did the installation here and I went back to your website and kind of read about, you know, what you did just to oh, kind good. of yeah, as a reference point. And I think you guys are providing so much uh, helpful, valuable information. And what you've done is amazing. And I'm so grateful to have met you and to have seen your house. And um, I, I, I wish you luck. I really um, hope that you will be on this movement with me of promoting green homes. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, so thank you so much for your time. Uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to edit this video and insert some pictures that you sent me to, you know, to match with what okay. you're talking about yeah. and repost it. Okay. So thank you so much again, Kristen yeah. Wen. Again, I am Izumi Tanaka. I am Home Green Homes, and you can find me at homegreenhomes.com. Thank you so much again, and um, I'll be talking to you soon. Okay. Bye, Bye everyone. everyone. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye.